Hello, small group leaders. Welcome to our small group leaders podcast, where we help you lead your small group more effectively. My name is Lexan Lomibao, and I'm our educations director at our downtown congregation. And I'm also joined with Pastor Jen Matias. Hello, hello. Yes, how's it going? Hi. And we are actually starting a new series titled Resilient, Living Victoriously in a Broken world and we're going to be looking at the life of elijah and from what we can see in our main thought and passage he was a prophet who stood up against the wickedness of king ahab and persevered until the end and elijah was actually one of the only men in the bible who did not experience death but was instead carried into heaven foreshadowing christ's ascension and a picture of triumphant and resilient faith from his example we learn several truths to help us have resilient faith as well and then from this past weekend we've definitely heard some great messages all across our sites where it talked about really being obedient in the midst of opposition but experience god's miraculous provision through that obedience so pastor jen do you want want to walk us through some of the points sure this is going to be an amazing series you know as small group leaders we're going to be able to walk our people through what it means to be resilient with faith and so the first point is we must be prepared to stand for christ amid pressure and persecution. The second one is we can be resilient when we follow God's word. And the last one is we can be resilient when we trust in the Lord to provide. And so there's so many opportunities, you know, just as we heard in the sermon this past weekend, there's so many opportunities for us to be able to share our testimonies, share our walk of faith, share what it's been like to be obedient to God and learn about that hope that we can have only in Him Mm. and being able to really understand who He is in our life, especially through God's words. You know, the truth of His word really becomes the foundation of this walk that we get to walk with Him. And so being able to share in group and really kind of open it up to find out you know what they got out of the sermon as they've been reading and reviewing and as you're going through the passage you know kind of what's standing out to them letting them process from wherever they're at you know right. whether it's theologically a hundred percent correct or if it's just their opinion or if it's just a story you know mm. it's really good for people to start talking about it because they have to kind of verbalize what they're thinking what what kind of their reflection is and then we can kind of guide them through that with our stories and and with our examples as well so you know that question number one is actually really important be sure not to skip it because you kind of want to hear where your small group is and what right. they're what they're gleaning and what they're getting out of the sermon and so a couple of ladies in my small group uh, lately have been taking notes during mm. service they get the paper version and they're actually writing down and so when we ask that first question they're opening up their notes and they're like oh this is is what I remember from the sermon when I was sitting there. This is the thought I had, or this is the point that I really enjoyed uh, hearing. And so it's been a really good refresher for the rest of the group who's not quite taking notes yet, or right. maybe they didn't make it to service and they're watching it online. They didn't, uh, they weren't able to take notes for them to re- remind them, you know, this is what stood out in the sermon. So that question number one is really important. And then the next one is how have you experienced pressure to compromise your faith or persecution in your life? What happened? Sometimes, you know, I'm finding that question, you know, that second question where they have to share a story. There's some silence and silence is not bad. Silence just means they're thinking. Silence means they're kind of processing. But I think as a leader, we have to be ready to share our stories. And Mm so one of the stories that I've been sharing with my small group is just some over the years, the lessons that Mike and I have been learning, you know, as parents, as grandparents, you know, we learned about resilience and obedience. But there's one specific story that really kind of stood out for me. And it's when Mike and I first started to, you know, uh, grow this 
construction business that Mike has. And uh, at the same time, Mike was getting ready to go on a mission trip to Mongolia. Hmm. And so that was a month, you know, months on end preparation. That wasn't just, you know, a week before, but they were preparing for months and months and months. And we were excited. The business was growing. He was going to go on a mission trip. You know, things were going really, really well. And then uh, the week before he leaves for his mission trip, we get a letter in the mail. And it happened to be a tax bill. And wow. it was a tax bill that was the amount of uh, pretty much the cost of a house. It was mm. huge. And I've never seen a bill that large before. And, you know, Mike and I really had to kind of bear down and pray and really ask God, okay, is this a sign, God, from you that, you know, maybe he shouldn't go on the mission trip and we mm. need to take care of this tax bill? We need to, like, kind of bear down, not spend extra money and not do what we felt like. God, uh, God was calling Mike to do to be a part of the mission trip or is this like a real test of faith where God you're going to provide you're going to make a way and we're going to be obedient to what we've heard you say is that this business is to bless other people this business is going to prosper and you know Mike is supposed to go on this mission trip to Mongolia like is that the test of faith is that the obedience that you're asking us to have and so we decided okay Mike you're going to go you're going to go to Mongolia mm. I know I'm not going to be able to get a hold of you. Communication is going to be poor. You're going to be busy. You're going to be gone for over 10 days. Um, I'm going to carry the weight of it, I think. <laughs> and I remember, you know, when he was gone, there were nights uh, that I would just sit at the office, put all the papers on the table, pray and cry and pray and cry and really just ask God, okay, what, what, are, we, what are we supposed to do? I had no idea. I've never run a business before. So we were Googling, like, what do we do? Like, how do I fix this? Who do I call? And sure enough, you know, in the days to come, in the weeks to come, in the months to come, God provided a way. You know, he provided a way for certain things to be taken care of, certain things to be paid for. And our business is now thriving and prospering. Mm -hmm. You know, God made a way for to provide for us, for the business and for the families and our employees and for us to be generous with the business as well. And so we know that in that moment we learned about obedience yep. and we learned how to be resilient but it was a tough lesson for us it was a really challenging one and i plan to share that you know this week with my small group hmm. that's great pastor jen and you know what that's the perfect example of being ready with a story and a testimony so small group leaders we want to encourage you that even before you go into your small group be ready with a testimony of your own so that you can kind of open up the floor for everybody else in your small group to share and that was a perfect example of exactly what elijah had to go through because when he got the word of the lord and he said go to the carrot ravine east of the jordan that was a place agriculturally where there was zero food supply so in the moment where Uncle Mike, Mike Matias, was called to go to the mission field, at that point, you were like, wait, there's zero money supply. There's zero everything supply. But yet, as you stepped in obedience, you put yourself in the position where God can show up miraculously, mm -hmm. where it wasn't the supply that you needed, but it was the supplier that you needed to trust. Right. And I think that was a perfect example. So thank you so much for sharing that, Pastor Jen. And I think I want to go ahead and add this too. I think we also need to let the people in our small group know that when you stand up for Jesus, Jesus will always stand up for you. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to have opposition. Right. You're not going to be Absolutely. persecuted. Mm -hmm. And we know that Elijah was persecuted by a wicked king named Ahab. For us, 
will be persecuted at our workplace, by our friends, by our family members that don't know Jesus. But yet when we stand up for him, eventually, if we stand firm long enough with the resilient faith that we preached on, we can stand in the promise that God will show up mm-hmm. on our behalf. Right. Like exactly what happened right. with you and Uncle Mike. Right. So thank you for sharing. And you know what? Let's go ahead and go to the third question. How can you, how can you apply this week's discussion to overcome the pressure to compromise or see persecution in your life. So go ahead and explain. I'll go ahead and share one story for me. I mean, I know that many of us heard about that submarine that literally imploded that would go down to explore the wrecks of the Titanic. And after the implosion happened, they realized it was because of the parts that was created to withstand the pressure. Mm. They bought it from Home Depot. I know. <laughs> and uh, and un- and unfortunately because they bought faulty parts from Home Depot, it wasn't strong enough to withstand the pressure mm-hmm. that came when they went so down deep underwater that it imploded. Mm-hmm. So how does that connect with us spiritually? It's that we have to abide in God's word mm-hmm. and we don't abide in pop psychology. We don't right. abide in motivational speakers. We don't mm-hmm. abide in what our friends or even some of our family members say, right. but we abide in the infallible and perfect word of God. And Amen. if we abide in God's word, then we will be equipped to be able to withstand the pressure mm-hmm. that comes our way when we live in a broken world. Right, yeah, so. that's so good. That's so good. You know, we we really been um, uh, trying to help peop- uh, men and women in our small group grow in Christ and build that foundation. We've talked about it in many different ways, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we get to talk about how God's Word is one of those really uh, important pieces, mm-hmm. and it's a good reminder. You know, it would be a good pause kind of in small group to say, hey, so how is that going right. in your life? You know, it, can we talk about that? Do we need to encourage each other? Do we need to do kind of a devotional together and keep each other accountable? Or even giving them tips or hints on how you make sure you're in your Word daily because it's something that we kind of have to revisit every once in a while just to see how people are doing because it can kind of slip away if, if yeah. we don't talk about it. So this week is a really good week to be able to bring that subject up, you know, not to kind of hammer it too hard, but just it's in the guide, you know, probably in the sermon it was mentioned at some point. So it's a good point for us to kind of bring into small group discussion as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then when we let people share, then we can have things to pray for at the tail end absolutely. of the small group meeting. Absolutely. And then as we pray together, the Holy Spirit strengthens us to continue to be resilient but small group leaders we just want to thank you so much for joining us and we want to thank you for continuing to invest week in and week out in leading and shepherding your people we know that it's not something that we take lightly and we know that our church is built on small groups Mm -hmm. so we want to honor you and celebrate you for everything that you do thank you so much but we want to encourage you to continue to stick through this series as we learn what it means to be resilient living victoriously in a broken world. So we love you and we'll see you next week. God bless you. God bless you.